Welcome to Mediation Today, a program brought to you by Vesnatsa Tichanin, a Canberra lawyer and mediator. Every episode introduces an experienced Australian mediator to talk about mediation training, development, ethics and practice. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the ACT land, the Ngunnawal people. Good morning. Today's guest in our new series of programs about all things mediation is a Canberra-based family lawyer and mediator, Bernadette Smythe, or as she likes to be called, Bernie. Hello, Bernie, and good morning. Good morning, Vesna. Welcome to my show. Thank you. It's a delight to be here. Thank you so much. Bernadette is an accredited family law specialist as certified by the Law Society of New South Wales and a trained collaborative lawyer. She has been working as a family lawyer for over 25 years. Her work is exclusively dedicated to all aspects of family law and has a passion for achieving workable solutions for her clients, whether that is through agreements or through a hearing at court. Doyle's Guide to the Australian Legal Market has ranked Bernie as a recommended parenting lawyer in 2020. Bernie is also a nationally accredited mediator and served as a member of the New South Wales Law Society Family Law Settlement Panel. She combines her extensive legal expertise and experience with a love of mediation and desire to work with parties and to reach a practical and pragmatic outcome. Bernie, is that a fair summary about you? I think it certainly is. Thank you. But I think that you mentioned something else to me, that you started as a teacher. I did, Vesna. Way back in the last century, I taught primary school. And I think that's why sometimes, even as a mediator, if I'm close to a whiteboard and a pen, I can't help myself but start <laughs> to pretend it's like a chalkboard. It's a very board. powerful thing, isn't it? When you it stand is. in front of it and you start putting ideas and then all of a sudden they get a, another dimension, don't they? Exactly. And you can really see then in black and white, as it were, yes. what the issues are and what numbers and it just is a very powerful tool. Mm. And it is about transparency. It is, yes. I, I guess we'll get to that during our conversation. But let me start with the first question. You started your career, and I'm saying here as a lawyer because we've touched on your first, very first love in professional life, teaching. Tell us about those beginnings, please. Oh, Fizna. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to say, but it's one of the quirks of life uh, that I commenced law as a dare. I have three brothers and I'm the only girl. And I said to my brothers, I think I'll do a law degree. Don't tell me all three of them are lawyers. No, no, Vesna, <laughs> their reaction was quite the opposite. They laughed. They thought it was absolutely hilarious that I could even contemplate doing law. So then, of course, I decided I just had to apply. And as I applied and I was accepted, then, of course, there was the challenge. So I went ahead and did the degree and I've loved it ever since. Beautiful. And you did part-time, did you? I did my law degree part-time. I have four children and it was a lovely combination of being able to be a hands-on parent and studying at the same time. You established Chapman and Smythe with your colleague, Ian Chapman. Yes. The firm also has offices in New South Wales, Parramatta. Where do you more focus on mediation and why? We do mediations in all three venues, being Canberra, Parramatta and Sydney. 
on the Family Law Settlement Service for the Law Society of New South Wales. So I frequently undertake mediations for the Law Society and they're based in Sydney. I practised in Parramatta for many years, so I still have colleagues and referrals from Parramatta and I must admit to having a soft spot for Parramatta. (laughs) So we also undertake mediations in Parramatta. It's changing so much, all the developments there. It is. Wow. Do you still go now when the sort of COVID and, you know, all those restrictions on travel have been put in place? I do, Vesna, and Mm -hmm. that's an interesting issue because there's a move, of course, with COVID to video conferencing and Zoom conferencing. And they can be very effective ways of convening a mediation, but I still enjoy the face-to-face. Yeah, it is something special, isn't it? Yes, it it is. That's why we are here in the studio, isn't it? (laughs) Where do you see more need for family law mediation, in Canberra or Sydney? I don't think it's an issue of geography. Mm. I think there's a need in both places. In Sydney, the timeframes for court hearings is lengthier than in Canberra, but they're lengthy in Canberra too. There is such a need for people to be able to work issues out outside of the court system that I think there is a pressing need in all of those places. I'm just uh, listening to other people and, and colleagues in Canberra that mediation has actually assisted the wait times before courts in Canberra, but then there is still a lot of cases that you know, waiting, they're sitting on waiting lists probably far too long. What what do you think could be done around that? How can we as mediators help that? Oh, Vesna, that is hard as a mediator because that fundamental problem can really only be addressed by additional funding for the court system. Mm. We are blessed with wonderful, hard-working judges. But unless we could turn family law into an Olympic sport, perhaps hurdles or obstacle races Mm. or something like that, the government is often not inclined to provide the funding that we need. So I think if we accept then that the funding is not going to be forthcoming, then people in the court system are looking at lengthy delays. And I think as mediators, what we can do is not only encourage them to go to mediation, but sometimes to also go to a second mediation. Because I'm a believer, Vesna, that sometimes timing can be an issue. Sometimes people are ready to really compromise and consider other issues and Mm. to reach a settlement. When did you consider taking on mediation in your legal practice? And when has your firm embraced that two-fold approach. Tell me about that. I think for me it came about from two ways. Firstly, because that litigation path through the court system is very destructive. It's not only the delays, it's the the stress, the uncertainty, the costs, so that I think as a lawyer you do start to look around and think there must be other ways of helping your clients. So that's the first thing that attracted me to mediation. The second thing is that I do enjoy problem solving. And often as a mediator, that is the role that you are undertaking, is to assist parties to look at solutions that may be a little bit out of left field and work with them to get that outcome. Which model of mediation do you practice? We practice both lawyer-assisted mediations um, And sometimes without lawyers through an FDR model, but usually lawyer-assisted mediations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how does that work? 
Very effectively. Very effectively. Yes. Excellent. I'm looking forward to hearing more. <laughs> Dear listeners, you're listening to Mediation Today. My name is Vesna Cvjetićani and my guest in the studio is Bernie Smythe. While we were preparing for this program, Bernie, you told me that you mostly practice in family dispute resolution, and we mentioned that in the first part of our conversation. Tell us about it a bit more, the scope of it. There's a family dispute resolution that I practice in. I'm more familiar with the family dispute resolution unit of the ACT Law Society, and they do fabulous work with parties who are in mediation to assist them by providing a mediation to them uh, so that they can resolve the issues and get out of the court system. The other major provider is Relationships Australia, and they, again, are fabulous. They will meet with parties without lawyers and help them work through parenting issues and to reach agreements so that they can enter into a parenting plan, which is in essence, Vesna, putting rules in place mm. so that everyone knows what the agreement is. And I'd really recommend Relationships Australia. How do people get in touch with either individual med- mediators or, for example, Relationships Australia? I think Google is always the best answer. Mm, yes. if, you, <laughs> if you Google Relationships Australia or Family Law Mediators, I'm sure you'd be able to get in touch with them and then they have a phone line that you can use and mm. set up a mediation with them that way. And how does it work? Like, So you, you're running a legal practice and mm-hmm. you practice as a, an alternative dispute resolution and family conflict resolution practitioner. How does that work then? You go as a lawyer or you? how do you work with, the, with Relationships Australia? I don't work with Relationships Australia. I work in parallel to them. Mm-hmm. As a family dispute resolution provider, I can meet with parties without their lawyers work out the parenting issues with them. Mm -hmm. And if we cannot reach an agreement, I can issue what's called a Section 60i certificate, which allows them to commence litigation. And there is a special requirement for Mm -hmm. recognition. And this is just to clarify it for people who might be Mm -hmm. considering either being clients, so they know who to approach, or also being a practitioner in that Mm -hmm. area. So what are the most desirable outcomes you would say in a family law matter or family dispute matter in front of you? In parenting issues, I think the most desirable issue is to focus on the children, to think through what will work for them and focus on their needs. It's easier said than done, Vesna, because so often we confuse our needs as parents with the needs of our children. But they grow up so fast, in the blink of an eye. And to spend a long time arguing over something such as whether or not they spend one night a fortnight or two nights a fortnight or often five or six nights a fortnight with another parent over a lengthy period is just not worth the cost, the stress and the damage to your relationship to co-parent and the stress that that places on a child. So I think the best outcome can be facilitated by helping parents to focus on the needs of their child. Thank you for that. That puts a human face to any role that you 
or any of us may find ourselves in. And it's such a sensitive area because we are building new people for the future. And, you know, any damage that is done intentionally, and I don't think many parents want to do it. So it's not intentional, but sometimes it just happens. And Vesna, I think it's because the area that we work in in family law is primarily about the things that are most important to you, your children, your home, the things that you've worked so hard for and are so proud of. And if they feel threatened, you feel threatened. And often to the emotions of anger and hurt are also bound up. So that's why I go back to my earlier point of sometimes timing makes a difference in a mediation. Mm. Mm. If some of those issues have been worked through and been able to be considered, then you can perhaps move on to thinking about how you put those rules in place to move on with your life. People often say mediation, and I'm just reflecting on what our colleagues people around us say, who practice mediation, say, oh, it's a more straightforward and faster process. How can those complex issues be addressed quickly? Oh, good question. (laughs) I think they can be addressed quickly in distilling the actual issues, such as in parenting issues. It often does come down to time and how you put those rules in place as to how you move on. So you can distill those complex issues. Sometimes, though, you may find that a mediation that is set for two or three hours will extend over a day. Or sometimes you do need a second session to deal with some issues that you couldn't consider in the first session. And I think being open-minded to that is really important as well. And I think, again, going back to that point of waiting times, Mm. People can engage a mediator and get in front of an independent third party without much weight. Absolutely. Bernie, now that we've heard about your background and we've heard about some challenges, key challenges in the family, practicing in the family law area, could you tell me what are your views on the somehow personal side? What are the key challenges for lawyers and mediators practicing in this area? I think, Vesna, it still goes back to the lengthy delays that we have to deal with and often the very difficult circumstances that our clients are in and the issues that they are dealing with. Our clients, as I said, are often grieving, angry, hurt. Their children are having behavioural issues and they are faced with a different financial position than what they previously had when they are in their relationship And these issues all take a toll on us as lawyers too from time to time in the issues that we have to deal with. Mm. And how do you then protect yourself in those situations? Vesna, I'm very lucky in having worked in this area now for over 20 years. I've managed to make some wonderful relationships and friendships with other practitioners. So I have what I call my brains trust. Oh, that sounds interesting. Tell us about it. (laughs) They are other practitioners who are also very good friends. And we call each other, email each other, and it's wonderful to have someone that you can run something past or just to debrief at the end of a very difficult day. And that leads us to the last question of the day. A couple of wisdom messages for the new mediators who are just entering the practice, maybe 
having a brain trust and support circle is one. What else would you like to tell them? Definitely a brain trust. But I think the other thing, Vesna, is that it really is still the best job on the planet. Every person is different. Every family is different. Every story is different. As a new mediator, embrace it. Enjoy working with people. Listen to them. Be open to what may come from left field and may turn into be a wonderful solution for these individual families. That's what I love about my job. Isn't that beautiful? And, you know, we are always talking about having judges on one side, on the legal side of the issues, and then mediators. We don't judge. No. We just accept whatever yes. the solution is, whatever works for the parties. Yes. Yes. But hooray for the judges as well. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Dear listeners, this was your mediation today. My name is Vesna Cvjetičanin. Today, my guest was Bernie Smythe, a lawyer and mediator from Canberra. Thank you again for being my guest. Thank you very much for having me.